Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. <laughs> Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of America's Favorite Golf Podcast. We are from the rough. I am Indy Cartim. That is John Gerber, PGA of America member John Gerber. And we are live, coming live to you uh, after, I don't know, kind of a long absence and a very sketchy first show back we were uh, last week. We were live mm-hmm. last week. We were, but it was just kind of sketchy is all I'm going to say. Well, you know, just sometimes you got to kick the rust off of it a little bit before you kind of get into it. That's why the PGA Tour season starts with winners only event, right? So they'll kick the rust off of it. Yeah. We're no different. I mean, I mean, we, we are different, but we're not that much different. We had so much rust, or I did. You you were fine. You, you, I just had all the rust. You, that's true. Thank you. I Good appreciate Lord. that. You, you were in, in mid-season form, or I was the one struggling. I forgot how to podcast last week. Well, you definitely forgot to exit. So oh, you know. I, I didn't even remember my dismount. It was terrible. Yeah, that's fine. I don't feel bad about that. Like I want to go delete it and redo it. but uh, Too late. How great would it be if we could go back and redo last week's show, knowing what we know now, talking about the century? I mean... How genius would we look? Well, I mean, you, you already do. Well, well. first off, I would prefer we forgot last week because the betting card was terrible on our end. And, you know, we have weeks like that, and we'll get into it a little bit later on. But, yeah, it wasn't a great week. You know, it's one of those rare weeks that, you know, we, we don't have very many of those. Of We just don't eat we, – we, we don't even cash in on a play. You know? Right. I didn't – you know, you and I talked over the weekend about, you know, do we have matchups for the week? I was like, man, my, my pulse is so off this week, obviously, where we're at, that we didn't even have John Rahm or Colin Marcowell on our card. So, you know, it was just – it's just one of those weeks that, you know, we hit foul balls, but if you look at our track record that, you know, when we have a bad week, we don't cash in, the next week is very successful. So looking forward to a great week and a great card this week at the Sony Open. We're looking forward to Johnny's picks. You can follow us on your favorite social media. The show is at – uh, from the rough PGA. Thank you for saying that correctly. Almost messed it up again. I did. Uh, I am at IndyCar Tim. He is at Jay Gerber PGA Pro. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, and we post those pics for you. We did it earlier today. Um, we, we will get into reviewing his card for the century a little bit later. And then also, his uh, after we preview the Sony Open, uh, we will get into his picks at, towards the end of the show for that. But first things first, and we did have the first tournament of the 2023 season this past weekend, the 2023 Tournament of Champions. Uh, and it looked like it was Colin Morikawa's tournament really to lose for the first 67 holes. He was in complete control of his game. He had a six-stroke lead heading into Sunday. Everybody else was playing for second place except for one person who was still playing for first, of course, that is John Rahm, as he had an epic come-from-behind victory uh, as he was behind by as many as nine strokes 
uh, behind Morikawa, but he kept his head down. He kept working. Uh, he totaled a 27 under and was rewarded with a two-stroke victory at the plantation course at Kapalua. What what did you take away from that that final round for both Morikawa and Rom? You know, a little bit of that, too, is, you know, every time with that Morikawa's <clears> – <throat> I look at him – one of the reasons we didn't have him on our card this week is because that place is notorious for being windy. Same as going to be potentially this week. So when the wind doesn't blow, and especially players like that, he has a great he has a great advantage because his ball striking. He's not the greatest chipper in the world, which showed kind of later on in the year whether that was a rust. But you know, he's when he when he won the British Open and he won the PGA Championship. Those two places and his other two wins are no, super notorious for being windy. Mm-hmm. Well, those weeks the wind didn't blow. And as good of a ball striker that he is, you know, he had a, he had a really big advantage. And, and he is the worst win player, if not two or three worst win players on the PGA Tour. I mean, it's, right. that, this is just fact. So, you know, knowing I, I can't handicap when we do these things about – I have to go by trends of what I know that the wind is going to blow. I mean, it's a rarity that it doesn't blow. And it, it just happened to be this week that mm-hmm. it didn't blow. That being said – he jumped up to the leaderboard, and he's not the greatest chipper in the world, a little bit because how he swings a golf club, and especially with that type of grass and hitting some shots that, that you have to hit high. And when that Bermuda – he's not great on Bermuda, first off. Right. He's, a, he's a California kid, not great on Bermuda. And then when you get that really coarse, hard, grainy Bermuda that grows into you, and you're not one of the – I mean, listen, Chip, he is a great chipper, for regular people that play golf. But PGA Tour standards, he's really not. And then you get something to where you have that grainy grass and the grainy Bermuda going in, in against you, and you try to hit some of those high shots. You have an op- There's a big, big, small margin for error. And you saw him chunked a couple. He thinned mm-hmm. a couple. And that was just a little bit of his technique and not knowing the grass and hitting it into that, gr- uh, that grainy Bermuda grass. So, like I said, it, it all com- compiled to – a lot of things against him. But I, first off, I didn't think he was going to be there in that situation anyways. And, and kudos to John Rahm, right? John Rahm yeah. went and got the golf tournament. And maybe a little bit that Morikawa lost it shooting even part of last round, I believe he shot 73. Can't win a golf tournament on that place when, you know, the average score is five or six under. And John Rahm just went out there, hung around, and kind of took it. And then and, and he played solid. And, you know, he I think he, what, he birdied five of the last seven holes to, like to that, win the yeah. golf tournament. So, you know, a little bit of both. I mean, did Morikawa, if Morikawa goes out there, shoots three or four under, he wins the golf tournament. But he didn't. John Rahm just went out there and took it, and that's what John Rahm does. I mean, John Rahm's not, you know, he's not scared of anything. I mean, he's not scared of a, you know, I can't really say it on this show, maybe next <laughs> show, but he's not scared of anything. So, like I said, it, a little bit of both, but kudos to John Rahm. We didn't have him on our, John Rahm on our card right. uh, last week either. So, we'll see. Um, Morikawa began his final round with a bogey. He fell to 16 under and appeared to be on the cusp of a nice finish, but not certainly a memorable <clears throat> one. Excuse me. Uh, birdie on a second hole put Rom back to even par on the day, and four additional par breakers um, saw him reach 21 under for the tournament. Uh, and he had some interesting things to say. One of the quotes that I thought was interesting. If you told me at the beginning of the round after that bogey I was going to do what I did and have a three-shot lead after finishing, I don't know if I would have believed you. So I think he was pretty confident in what he was doing, but nobody could have anticipated Morikawa's breakdown, right? I mean, that's just not his game. Yeah, no, it's not. It's definitely not his game. You know, he's he's the pillar of consistency when it comes to that. But, again, it how much did he really play this way? He got married, which that's another sore subject for me. 
uh, with him. But, uh, you know, we joke about that all the time. But, yes, I mean, how much did he really play? I mean, I, again, the weather conditions really helped Colin Moore Coward to, to kind of have that lead with the wind not blowing. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think he's playing this week. I, you know, a lot of these guys will, will go over there and play Tournament of Champions. It's one of those stipulated events they have to play now. Uh, for the PGA Tour, it's kind of different a little bit, and then they won't play this week. There's very rarely you'll see uh, guys that, that play Maui and then come over to the mainland in Honolulu and play Sony. They they usually don't play play both. So uh, Jordan Spieth's doing both this year. There's a few yeah. guys. JT will maybe do a little bit of both, but there's you know there's a handful of guys that will do that. And I don't think I, I don't think Collins not in the field this week. Um, so a birdie on the closing hole, put the finishing touches on a 10 under 63 in which Ron played his final 17 holes at 11 under going 27 under on the weekend. Now 60 under at the plantation course over his last eight rounds. He's just been consistent here and nobody, nobody was going to get in his way over the weekend. Uh, Colin Morikawa, of course, finished 25 under again. I hate these double digit under pars i just think it's especially 27 good I'm, god dude I, I mean those fairways out there you could i mean you could even hit them i mean oh, i can yeah. hit anything no you can't no, slow down slow down no I you can't hit really? it like you, jesus you could you could actually hit you could actually hit almost all these fairways except when it's instead of 80 yards wide if it's 70 yards wide you're out but 80 yard wide fairways you so you're saying i could have hit it like jesus well no you could have hit the fairways okay well i probably would have parred out right pars not Is eight that, Oh. Par is not oh, they don't eight. have par eights anymore? They don't have par eights. They need to get some par eights. That would that'd, that'd be even par for you. As impressive as Rom's victory was, Morikawa's losing was equally stunning. With the first 67 holes of this event, Morikawa played them at 27 under with no bogeys. He then played holes 68 through 70 with three over, uh, with three bogeys. Um, again, I don't know, <laughs> watching him for as long as we have, that, that anybody would have anticipated that. Uh, Sunday with a lead on the back nine of an event are very different than Thursdays and Fridays. And, you know, Morikawa hit some shots that can only be explained by, I don't know, mental deterioration or, or fatigue or something at that point. Well, it wasn't really the golf shots. He didn't really strike the ball that bad. Right. His, his short game, his chipping, his chipping around the greens were bad. And that's not an easy place to chip. I mean, I played there a couple times. And when you, like I said, we talked about it. It's like when you have that Bermuda grown against you and you have to hit a high shot because all those greens are either higher or lower in elevation. There's very few uh, shots that aren't that way. It's hard. It's, it's hard to chip there, especially when you kind of taken, you know, maybe a month off or, or six weeks off in the off season a little bit. He didn't play that much this, right. this off season just for him getting married. But uh, it's it's tough. It's tough, especially when it, that type of pressure. So uh, you know, I I, I kind of look at it more of his short game than he was in his ball striking. Uh, Tom Kim finished fifth at twenty two under, and just watching. I didn't get to watch the entire tournament, but what I did see from him, I was a little bit impressed. Dallas resident now. He lives. Oh, he moved uh, here, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he lives here. He's. When's he coming in the studio? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to talk. We'll see if we can get him on. Um, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's got a pretty busy schedule. He likes to play golf. I know he's spent the holidays with Jordan Speeds. So yeah, babysitting Jordan Speeds' kid, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was interesting. Um, Tom Kim led the field in strokes gained tee to green and continues to raise his game on every tour and at every turn. There's still a lot of unknowns with him, I think, which is part of what makes him especially when you pick him in tournaments, which part of what makes it interesting. If he continues to keep striking the ball like he did over his first nine months of PGA Tour golf, he's going to be almost unstoppable, I think. I mean, look at the rise of him. If you look at it, how he started kind of in the, in the getting in the FedEx Cup playoffs, winning, 
uh, Wyndham, uh, Wyndham I, th- I believe he mm-hmm. won at Wyndham. And then just, just kind of, you know, the star of kind of that President's Cup team, right? I mean, for a guy that's 20 years old, you didn't hear – in August, you never heard of the guy. Yeah. And you now now he's, he's best odds this week in the Sony Open. So kind of that turnaround over the last six months is – or five, six months is huge. And, you know, hey, hey the guy's got personality. He, he showed his game in the President's Cup. And, and some, of those, some of those team experiences – I mean, you looked at Tony Finau, you know, play in the Ryder Cup – Getting that confidence kind of made Tony Finau get some get, you know, feel better winning right. golf terms. A little bit with with uh, with uh, with Tom Kim also. Um, so yeah, th- those team experiences can really help. But like uh, it's weird. He's he's a fa- he's the favorite this week. In a, and I've never seen this on a betting card. He's the favorite this week of never playing the golf course or the tournament. Wow. So it tells you, know, you a little something right there. And well, a little bit too is is. I, they're kind of taking what he did last week, but these two golf courses are polar opposites. And this is a golf course, uh, uh, it's very quirky. And you you see the same guys uh, have success year after year. And it, it, it just kind of shocked me. I don't like him this week, not not because I don't like him. I just don't. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of nuances at that place at YLI that he he's, I know he gets a lot in practice rounds. I get it, but. You know that's that's a tough place to putt those small greens and you know a lot of those dog legs. Uh, Jordan Spieth tied for thirteenth at nineteen under after playing the first two rounds at thirteen under. Spieth played the last two and just six under and completely took himself out of contention uh, with what he described as some bad decisions. Um, he didn't hit the ball well over last weekend. Um, a lot of it, again, according to him, were some bad decisions on the golf course. He still finished in the top fifteen in, in tee to green play. Um, maybe among the best tee to green players in the world, right? I mean, that's kind of his game. Yeah, you look at Jordan Speed. Who Jordan Speed? Yeah, no, not tee to green. No, no, he's his short game is better. And tee to green, he's he's not one of the better ball strikers on the PGA Tour. Driver distance, things like his mm-hmm. short game is incredible. That's his forte. That that is hundred percent his forte. And and you, and you look at, I know he's been working hard here in Dallas on his game and on his golf swing, and uh, I, it was a pretty cool interview. I. I Watch this afternoon. He's like, yeah, listen, I'm close. He he didn't have a chance to win the golf tournament last week, but he made great strides. Like for him to shoot the scores he did, very kind of you know, you know, blase, just kind of yeah, going through yeah. the motions a little bit, knock off a little bit of the rust. And uh, you know, I like the way you got to realize Jordan Speed didn't play in the tournament last year because he didn't win. So this is one of those years. I think he wants to play more. I think he's going to play more. And we, we talked about this what last week or two weeks ago. Look for Jordan Speed to have a, a, a really solid year. And I think I, I think we picked him for one of the majors, I think, didn't we? Uh yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we both did. We both we, did. We picked out the major. And, and like I said, I know he's working hard. And when Jordan Speed says, you know, I'm starting to get to the point where I'm swinging freely and just playing golf, that's when Jordan Speed yeah. thrives because his short game and his shipping and putting is so good uh, that he just has to hit it average. I mean, to be honest, so they just don't right. hit those big foul balls. Um, and he's, he's, you know, he could potentially be in contention every week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as, as well as he's played, I'm kind of curious. Do you think that uh, the, the tournament they're playing or the uh, course they're playing this week, and we, we know it's vastly different, do you think this, the course this weekend will cater to his play a little bit better? Maybe than than plantation, with yeah. Kapalua. I mean, I, no, absolutely. I I think 
You know, uh, short game wise for sure. And he likes the golf course. He he's played well here before. So he likes the golf course, kind of those little dog legs. Length is right. not going to be an issue here. It's never an issue here. It's not the longest. It's like 7,000 yards, par 70. So length is not really the big, you know, determining factor who's going to win the golf tournament. If you look at the history of this golf tournament, is different types of guys who won. Right. And different types of guys who's had success. Russell Henley's won the tournament twice. Webb Simpson has success every year, has won the golf tournament you know, some of the shorter hitters by PGA Tour standards has had some sec- success there. Uh, so, you know, listen, I, if Jordan Spieth, if he hit it the same he hit it last week and his short game's a little bit better, he could be in contention. He's not on our card this week, but but I, I, I foresee him having a good week. Uh, Xander Shoffley with Drew, and I was a little disappointed because I was really excited to see him start the season off strong. Um, did you hear his reasoning why he withdrew? I think no, I didn't. I know he, he it's he hilarious. Was hurt. It was hurt. oh, he wasn't hurt. It's it's hilarious. Okay, uh, and this is the quote: "Too many my ties." As I heard it on, on as I heard it on the air, as they read the as they read, I didn't like hear him say it, but this was the quote: "I try to exercise more, eat better, and do everything better, and I sh- guess I should have just stayed fat and more mobile, I guess, and not worked out and tried to do all of these good things that I have been doing. Like I need to be more like a golfer from the early nineties. <laughs> wow, I love that." I love that. Well, it kind of screwed David Duvall up, right? Yeah. I mean. A little bit. You know, your, your golf, people don't realize, you know, as a teacher, as a PGA professional, and as, as a competitor, when your body changes, your golf swing changes, right? So when you don't know where your golf swing is because your body changes. And it, listen, it's fine. We all want to get in better shape. I mean, I hope everyone kind of wants to get in better shape, especially – the longevity of the PG, the guys on the PGA Tour have. So right. you want to be in the best shape you can. But if you change just a little bit, your golf swing changes. Your your length of your swing changes, things like that. And maybe maybe that was just, you know, I don't I, I don't know. But but he didn't didn't say he was hurt. He just said he was. What well, I mean, I guess he just wasn't comfortable with the way he was playing or swinging or or, or something. You know, because of the change to his body. Huh. And I mean that makes sense. You know, you look at all these guys. Bryson's one of the the biggest. Examples we have of this of changing his body dramatically in just in what an off season. He's changed it three times. Yeah, and he's changing it again, as you yeah. mentioned, as you saw him out at the Highlands Performance Golf Center working yeah. on his game, and yeah. you said that he's lost what twenty pounds. Man, he looks thin. I mean, he looks he looks a good thin, right? Right. In terms of he looks lean, more flexible, and I think you know I I think I, you know I didn't really talk to him that much. We had a five minute conversation, but. He, he, I think he's doing it for the longevity part. I think he realized sure. he couldn't he couldn't keep this much mass on his body, swing the way he was swinging, and and sustain it that long. Right. So I think he's you know I listen if if Bryson isn't anything, he's super self aware, right? So I think that 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 one of those things that he decided to change. You no, know, Bryson's going to decide to change things because Bryson wants to do it, not because of outside influences yeah. and things like that, and. You know, you and I talked about this the other day. You know, we bang on him. You know, we've probably banged on him a little bit too hard over the last year. But, you know, just getting to talk to him a little bit more, being here in Dallas, playing, practicing at Highlands Performance Golf Center, uh, my my little perception of him has changed a lot. And I don't think it's fake, right? I think he's, I think he's a little less guarded. I think some of the comments that he said, you know, maybe he, he – Thought about it a little bit more, but you also realize he's young. He's a kid, man. He's young. Yeah. These guys are young, 
And, you know, getting thrown into that parallel so, so early, um, you're going to say some mistakes, you know, you're going to make some mistakes. And I think, you know, his his father passed away, you know, a few months ago. And I think that might have, he might have reflected a little bit on that and stuff like that. But I don't know. But listen, he's, he's been out at Highlands Performance Golf Center a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, I've talked to him a lot. And um, yeah, look, I, I still wish he was on the PGA Tour, man. I do. I, I, I just, I think with his new body change, uh, I think he has an opportunity to actually win more golf tournaments now um, as opposed to being on on live. Uh, yeah, so we'll continue to keep an eye on that and Xander Shoffley, I guess. That's <laughs> yeah, so, it, fun. But, it, I mean, I don't know. The PGA Tour, you know, they have the, they, they don't really have to say why you're suspended or why you're hurt. They're just like, WD, I'm hurt. They, they, yeah. don't, have to, they don't have to say, say anything. They know internally, they know, but they don't have to give it to the general public. Uh, so let's get into our picks. And I, can't, I, can't remember, I don't have my sheet here. I thought that's what I've been looking for while you've been vamping over there. I do. Um, do you have my picks? I mean vamping. Oh, you've been over there talking and telling all the good folks good things, and yeah. I'm over here distracted because I can't find my sheet. I may have left it in home. I mean, I don't look at your picks. I, I mean, nobody should look at my I picks. Mean, I don't, yeah. But uh, not the best week to start. Uh, not the best. Didn't have the best week, really, to start the season, admittedly. And uh, kind of tell us what your card looked like and what happened. Yeah, so so uh, I'm looking at our card. Where do we have our card? Yeah, so we had um, you know, we had JT was our first pick, and uh, you know, just wow, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, I was looking at JT, and I was like, man, this, this, it seems like great value at twelve to one. He didn't come through. He was one of the top guys on the board. Didn't come through. He's had success there before, and I I don't know why. You know, I, listen, I can't explain it. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's it, he looked like he was in good form. He was happy. He's played a lot of golf. It just didn't just didn't work out this week for JT. I don't have him on our card this week either. Sun JM at twenty to one. Again, the guy's a ball striking machine. If anyone has played, there's no one on the PGA Tour has played more golf in the off season. If there is a golf season, then Sun JM. They haven't. So you know he didn't really even contend. Uh, Sahith Thagala thirty three to one. You know what are you gonna do? I mean, I, I just he just it, no he had no chance. Uh, Russell Henley. 50 to 1, uh, that was a firm pass. Uh, what do we have? So last week we didn't do any top 20s just because right. there, was only, there was only three guys that were plus money. So that meaning was if you bet them for $100 and they were plus 120, you'd mm-hmm. 120. Everyone was minus to finish in the top 20 because there's only a 38, 39-man field. So we we did the top ten. So Hideki Matsuyama plus two ten. He had a chance to jump in there in that top ten going to the last round. I think he was tied seventh. Uh, shot one under par and one under par shooting like eighty out there. So kind of you know we had a good chance. And the same way with Adam Scott, he was right there on the bubble of finishing the top ten. Had a bad last round. So little little misfortune there. And then Keegan Bradley at plus two forty. Just you know I don't know. Keegan Bradley did does what Keegan Bradley does, just being weird. A little unpredictable you know? sometimes, isn't he? Yeah, a lot. Very much so. So, hey, listen, uh, one of those rare weeks, guys, we just didn't cash a ticket. Uh, it happens. It does. And, listen, this, this, this part is hard, and there's a lot of variables there, especially in a short field. So, you know, if you look at our track record over this past year, you know, every time we've had a card that we didn't cash a ticket, we had a monster week the following week. So, Again, I feel really confident, really, really good about our card uh, at the Sony Open, and we'll talk about that after break. But, yeah, not a, gr- not a great week. But, again, we, we talk about this all the time. Follow the system, what we do. If you, if you feel like, hey, listen, uh, uh, y'all, first week of the year, you had a bad week, you don't know what you're talking about, you're wrong. Follow the system. 
The system will make you money. Just there's times it just doesn't happen. Yeah, and it's not going to happen every week. But you know what? The And, you know, you're on with uh, our colleague J.P. Peterson on his show this morning uh, talking a little bit about uh, – the uh, the upcoming Sony and uh, you know he's the first one to shout out that you know what when Johnny misses he'll be the first one to tell you and he tracks his bets and he lets you know about him here on the show and all the, a lot of these other guys number number one a lot of these other guys don't place the bets that they pick correct you bet every one of the picks that you give to us and you you play your own system like you tell us to and when you're wrong or you miss we'll make fun of you a little bit and we'll have a good time with it but you admit it you you know you 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 call yourself out and you and but the, the nice thing is when you do miss a lot of that I've noticed is that you kind of you know why you know what sure where the player was at fault what happened to him why he didn't do well and you take all of those into consideration the next time you're thinking about picking him for a, for a tournament yeah and I don't flip coins here guys I mean I just don't it's not a flip of the coin who's 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 going to win who's going to finish top 20 I mean these are these are studies in a system that we've we've kind of perfection is the wrong way because there's too many variables but over the last three or four years it had great success and you know when I'm wrong I'm wrong I, I listen I want to I, I can admit when I'm wrong and I want to get it right I don't I'm not scared to say I'm wrong when it comes to these because there's so many variables and I don't make excuses. This is, last week was just a bad week. We we started this way last year, right? Remember, Tim? We started. Yeah. We didn't have a great week at, at, at uh, the Century Tournament, the Champions, and look how we kind of and then and then we did pick Cam Smith to win the Sony Open the following week, right? So yep. you know, but, but he won Tournament Century. So and that's a rare feat to go back to back. But we did pick him, and we had a monster week the following week. So I'm looking forward to the to that to to to. At the Sony Open, but hey, listen. Like I said, when we're wrong, we admit it, and we're right. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll continue to we'll continue to be right and make everybody some money. It happens. One last thought here. I meant to bring this up earlier after Colin Morikawa was just collapse. I don't know what else to call it. Collapse. I don't want to call it choke. We're just going to call it a collapse. Nah, you can't say choke. Choke. No, a it's a wrong word. But it was a collapse for sure of of Greg Norman proportions. Uh, but that, dude, that's a choke. <laughs> those were all chokes yeah. he's still choking yeah hope he's he, in a different way i ho- hope he chokes um <laughs> uh but man colin morikawa just handled it with pure class i didn't i meant to mention this earlier the uh, post tournament interview he stepped up to the microphone he said for me there's still a lot of work to do obviously it showed today but you know i'm willing to put in that work and um i'm telling you what's he 25 years old yeah max dude yeah. If I had just lost a big lead to lose a tournament or something in life, the equivalent in life or whatever that is, I probably would have put a hole in the hood of my rental car with a six iron. I would not have been able to go up there and answer. I, I'm 51 now, and I probably couldn't handle it that well. That's but, all dude, you are is 51? That's what they tell me. That's it. Yeah. You better check that birth certificate. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. But if you look at Colin Car, listen, we joke around with him and say, you know, just, it, you know, he, he knows what he's going home to. So if he if he loses the golf tournament, he's good. Uh, oh, no, that's another joke. But l- listen, the guy's class. The guy's if you if you watch his interviews, he's you know he went to Cal. He's a smart guy. Yep. He, he plays the game and, and he plots the game right. He's never going to overpower a golf course. He's great for the game. He speaks nothing but kudos for calling my Kyle. We joke around with him. He's not he, listen. He's not on the list. He's not on the list. Right? Not on the list. No, he's not on the list. No, no. I might be on his list after the show or after this last six months, but no, he does. But, he's not even aware of our existence. Yes, he, yes, he is. I don't think so. No, well, is. maybe yours, not mine. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Well, he, knows you'd me. be surprised. You'd be surprised who's who's uh, who's watches more than you think. But, I know. 
But that being said, yeah, listen, that's that's a true professional, right? I mean, you know, you got to take the punches. I mean, you, you, you're not going to win every golf tournament. You're going to lose more golf tournaments than you win. And, you you know, if you're a sponsor of Colin Morikawa, give him more money because that's the guy that you want to rep your brand. And that's one of the reasons why Taylor is with him and things like that. The, the guy's a great guy. Any Anyone I know out there has never said a bad word about Colin Morikawa. How much would he pay us? To wear a fan stream sports hat on the tour. How much would he pay us? Yeah. Maybe a dollar. I mean, I would take it. I would, too. <laughs> I, I mean, I would take zero. I'd, I'd let him do it for I, free. No, I'd let him for sure. Yeah, put a little stick bag tag with our logo on it and his, stuff. And I'd rather his wife wear it. I was about to say, I put a little hidden camera on his bag, golf bag. He that, can take it home. And, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, there, there's some laws about that. that well, only if you get caught. Well, we're going to get caught. It's only you illegal get caught, if you, you get, get caught, caught all the time. So that's let's, true. Yeah, let's I get it. caught with crap I don't even do. I know. Yeah, um, yes, you, you do do it. No, no you do do Sometimes. It. You just hide it. Sometimes. You still I, get caught. I try to hide things well. Um, so we will get into the 2023 Sony Open from, was it YLA? I don't know how to I don't speak Chinese. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's where I was going. I was going to introduce it, and then we're, we'll we'll take a quick break. And we will be back with more From the Rough with Johnny and Tim. Coming up after this. Hello, sports fans. Fan stream sports. Jeeves Law Group. I've known Scott Jeeves for quite some time, and he's just like us, a huge college football fan. But he's not just another PI attorney. He is a ferocious advocate for his clients. Scott Jeeves is a board-certified civil trial lawyer and a certified circuit court mediator practicing in Tampa Bay for over 30 years. He is an AV preeminent rated civil trial lawyer and certified circuit court mediator. Folks, these designations are not just given out. They're given only to the best trial attorneys. But more than anything, Scott takes these cases personally. I've heard it from his clients. He's a fighter you want on your side. Insurance companies hate it when they see you're represented by Jeeves. He's just different. 727-894-2929 or go to JeevesLawGroup.com. That's J-E-E-V-E-S LawGroup.com and tell them JP sent you. Guys, let me tell you about Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Are you experiencing low sex drive, fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, and you just don't feel like you have the vitality you once had? You're not just getting old, it's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. Do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional stability. Not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Call 844-977-3477 or go to BAMMC.com. Now is the time to make sure your home insurance is in order. In the last year, many of us have made improvements to our homes. So call the folks at Italiano and discuss these upgrades to make sure you have enough coverage. According to a recent report, almost 64% of homeowners don't have enough insurance on their home, which is their most valuable asset. Also, a great time to make sure you have flood insurance. Even if your mortgage company does not require flood insurance, your home could still be at flood risk. 
Another big item as we enter hurricane season is making sure your pool enclosure is added to your policy and there will be no issue at claim time. That happens a lot. So call your friendly agent at Italiano Insurance to review your policies today. 813-877-7799 or italianoinsurance.com. Attention, if you are home shopping or looking for a refinance, and even if you already have the approval letter, you must call my man Scott Fitzgerald at American Mortgage Services. Scott has a brand new program available in the greater Tampa Bay area called the Community Advantage Loan Program. Get this, no money down, no mortgage insurance, no points, no origination fee, purchase or refinance, and loan amounts up to $647,000. Now, there are some application requirements. It must be a single-family home, one unit, primary residence, and have a minimum 640 credit score. The program only applies to certain neighborhoods, so you have to call to find out if you qualify. So call Scott Fitzgerald at 813-294-7595 or email him at scott at amstampa.com. Now, even if you don't qualify for that program, Scott will shop your loan around, get you the best rates, and won't charge you the huge upfront fees. And if you've had issues with your bank calling you back, Scott will return calls immediately or at least the same day. 813-294-7595 or email him, scott at amstampa.com. Scott Fitzgerald, MLS 386-722, American Mortgage Services, 1000 North Ashland Drive, Suite 1020 Tampa, Florida. Coming back at you. Now, more fans dream sports. Welcome back to From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast, live from the DSP Media Podcast Studios as part of the FanStream Sports Network. We are happy to be on board with those boys and glad to, glad to uh, you know, cross-promote and self-promote and all that other good stuff that we do along with each other. Yeah, what, a, what an exciting time for uh, DSP Media and FanStream Sports. If you guys haven't really... Jumped on to the fan stream sports app. It's in development. And, um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we will be launching our live uh, our live channel there in Tampa of uh, fan mm-hmm. stream sports with our with our main man and, and partner out there in Tampa, J.P. Peterson, who does great work out there, uh, you know, and a hell of a golfer also. So, you know, he's coming on the he's coming on uh, drunk sports tonight to give a little uh Inside on the Tampa side of the Cowboys Tampa game on Monday, but uh, yeah, I, most of you guys know who JP Peterson is. He's he's become a great partner of us, a great friend, a good golfer, man. So we're looking forward to the future with uh, Fanstream Sports and JP. Let's get into a little bit of Sony Open, shall we? As the first full PGA Tour field travel travels to Honolulu. Uh, for the final event of the Hawaii Swing. Now, is it really a swing if there's only two tournaments? Uh, no, it's just the... I mean, they still call it that, though, right? No, they don't They don't call it a swing. No, it, it, the swing is usually if there's three tournaments. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's it's three tournaments. F-U-C-B-S Sports. Yeah, did they say that? Yeah. No, still called it the Hawaii Swing. Well, it can't be a swing if, first, if the first tournament only has 38 guys. Right, and not everybody played. Freaking Kyle Porter, I need to give him a call. Who's that? He's really good, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I like Kyle Porter. Apparently, he's not. If he's going <clears throat> a swing, he doesn't know shit about golf. He knows everything about golf. He does? He knows a lot about everything. Wow. He's really good. Go check him out over at CBS Sports. Uh, the PGA Tour makes its way to the capital of the Aloha State for the 2023 Sony Open this week. Um, it's at the uh, Wiley 
country club. I don't speak Chinese, so I'm not real sure how that's supposed to be pronounced. Please, you know, please don't make up a word at the end of that. That's next show because you know Nancy Gerber's. Well, watching, I don't know so. how to say that word. Why? Can't why, they, why lie? Why? Well, they spell it wrong then. Well, they're Hawaiian. Oh God, they're supposed to be American. No, they're not. They're part of America. They're part of the United States. Yes, of America. They just need to learn to speak American. Can we get into this on next show? <coughs> I got I to gotta win some people some money from our last week. Got me all choked up now talking I about the Hawaiians. Said, no, you said Hawaii LA. That's why you Hawaii LA. Yeah. Uh, country club players will be faced with a much different task, really, than what they dealt with this past weekend. It's a much different course. We touched on that earlier in the show. Um, Seth Rayner design. Do you know anything about Seth Rayner? I know a lot about Seth Rayner. He's one of those. What does he know about golf? Uh, apparently a lot because he's he's you know he's a he's a great designer he's an kind of an old school designer um you know he likes to he's he likes to, the tree line types of golf courses mm-hmm. and meander through the trees and a lot of dog leg lefts dog leg rights puts bunkers in places where you cut corners I love his types of golf courses because they're old school which I love I love old Donald Ross mm-hmm. you know uh, Seth Rayner things like that I like I like when you start from the tee. And the hole is defined by the T just by tree lines, right? And you can – everyone's a little bit different, right? So I, I'm a huge – like I said, I was always growing up as a huge Donald Ross fan, Seth Rayner, guys like that, that that can get a lot out of a small property, right? per se, and make it make it really, really challenging, even though the length is not an issue. It's, it's a short – they're usually short golf courses. Right. So a type of course like this – the emphasis is going to be keeping the ball in the fairway, positional golf, setting yourself up, you know, for for a good second, third, fourth shot, whatever the case may be. Um, you've got 19 of the 39 players from the century will be making the short trip from Maui to Honolulu, led by South Korean phenom Tom Kim, who, uh, again, we we talked about him and his. Just I expect big things from him this uh, this upcoming season, but. Um, Typically, these guys who played in that first tournament find a little more success the second week that they're there, being already acclimated and, and having been there for, you know, two or three weeks already. Yeah, it's a factor for sure. I mean, yeah. you know, just kind of like we talk about, you know, this type of year, kind of knocking off the rust a little bit. So don't take don't take too much into the performance of these guys last week mm-hmm. because a lot of them just use it as a tune-up. Uh, it's free money, basically, for these guys. I mean, they want to win, um, but it, the the golf courses are polar opposites. Uh, but the time change is a big deal. I mean, yeah. you know, for those guys to, to potentially play, you know, last week and then this week, it it helps. But 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 also realize, even though the guys didn't play last week, a lot of those guys went over there early and played, and you know, and and, and been over there for ten mm-hmm. days or so because you know it's not a terrible place to be for ten. 10, 12 days. No, not at all. Uh, as a matter of fact, 17 of the last 24 Sony Open winners were participants in the week prior. Yep. So, good indication there what we're talking about. Jordan Spieth will be making the trip as well as he plays the Sony Open for the fifth time in his, in his career and the first time since 2019. Uh, in contention at the halfway point, of course, we talked about him there at Kapalua. He, he hopes he can string together a full 72 holes uh, at YLI. Still don't know if I'm saying that right. I appreciate you saying it that way, sir. I don't think that's right, but I'll it, say it because that's it, what you said. It's right for right now. Okay. How about that? I still think it's way a lay. No, it's not. That's how it's spelled. Why lie? Okay. Weird. From a guy for a guy that can't hit a fairway. 
I can hit a fairway. Oh, you mean with a golf ball? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Okay. Uh, Sung JM, defending champion Hideki Matsuyama, and a slew of George Bulldogs, Brian Harmon, Russell Henley, um, will round out other big names set for the second event of the new year. Uh, the technicals here, it is the 2023 Sony Open at the YLI Country Club there in Honolulu. It's a par 70, 7,044 yards. That is pretty short, isn't it? It is. Par 70, though. Yeah, par 70 with a purse. It's not the 15 million that we saw in the first tournament. 7.9 million. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's still pretty good. It's it's pretty good, but um, I don't I don't want to go back to what last la, uh, last week in the century. But they're making the bump. They bumped up the century tournament of the champions. And they had, that was like one of the biggest discrepancies for the tournament is because it was a, a short field. So what they're going to do next year is the tournament is going to be over two years of winners as opposed to one because it's one of those elevated events, right? right for for right. money. So the most of the tour guys are like, well, that's not fair. If you're going to elevate this event and it's going to be a, 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 a winners-only field. Right. You, you, th- so they're making some stipulations in terms of getting more people in that field. And I think they could, they're probably going to get to maybe 100, uh, maybe give a couple exemptions or Ryder Cup guys. So they're going to change that next year because that's, that's, it's really not fair. I mean, it's really not fair for a lot of those guys. It's, it, you know. Well, then just win. How is that not fair? Like, yeah. I get what they're doing, but... Yeah, but you can't elevate the field for for 40 guys. It's just not the right way to do I don't have a problem with that. Well, of course you don't, because you're never going to get in that deal anyway. I'm going to win one of these days. You're going to Well, you win in life. Pff, I don't know about that. Oh, you do. Oh, you've seen some of the girls. I mean, you, it has nothing to do with girls. You're around me, aren't you? You're right. You're I'm winning because I am Johnny's Robin. <laughs> He is my Batman, and I'm his Robin. Uh, Sometimes I even get to drive the Batmobile. You do get to drive the Batmobile. When I'm out of town, I leave you the Batmobile. I know you do. It's awesome. I know. I get all the chicks in that Batmobile. You do. I saw it. That's right. Uh, Tom Kim is your leader uh, in the odds. It'd be weird if he was the leader of the tournament and hasn't started yet. Mm -hmm. At 11-1, to Jordan Spieth, again, he's the highest-ranked player in this field and will be making his first appearance, as we mentioned, since 2019. Um... I guess he had certain playing obligations that he's got to meet in 2023, and that's really the only reason I think he's here. Who? Jordan Spieth. He played last year. Oh, did he? Yeah, he like he likes going out there. The only reason he didn't play Century because he didn't win. So he, he okay. So he played like he likes going out there. All right. You know, he's got the family, and it's kind of a chill week so for him. Weird. And he likes the golf course. He did, so I don't understand these golfers that have families. But you also realize he won't play the next few weeks because he doesn't play. He doesn't play. Um, he doesn't play in the desert. He doesn't play. Right. He used to be the old Bob Hope. And he right. doesn't play Pebble very often for some That's reason. weird, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it, you have Riviera. So, his his schedule. But he likes going out there. And that's a great place. It's warm. You know, with the exception of this year. I mean, Dallas, last few years, me living here in the wintertime, full-time and in the winter. It's been brutal yeah. the last few winters. But now yeah. it's 80 degrees today. It's 80 degrees yesterday. We've had a pretty good winter, which I think this is normal for Dallas. Maybe not Probably. 80, but yeah. the last few years, it's been tough, and he hasn't been able to practice. Now he's got the means, obviously, to go wherever he wants to go and play. But I think that I think he likes going out there. Uh, and he's had success on similar courses, like, well, Colonial, first of all. It's a pretty densely treed yeah. uh, fairway type of course. Harbortown, maybe, similar. Yeah, uh, and he's had success there, so you yeah, know he won. he won Harbortown. Yeah, so who knows what's in for Jordan Spieth at fourteen to one? I, it's just tough to ever try to predict what he's going to do from week to week. Sung J M at fourteen to one, 
Hideki Matsuyami at 16 to 1. Um, still winless over the last year. He's had some injuries, I know, and, and he's been work, working on certain parts of his game. But, uh, you know, hopefully back here in Hawaii, you know, he'll, he can get some of those things worked out again at 14 to 1. Uh, Brian Harmon, your boy. Yeah, I I like it. I, I listen. I don't have him on my card, but listen, the, if you want to take a little flyer this week, guys, on a guy that I don't have on my card, take Brian Harmon. Uh, twenty to one, Brian Harmon, Russell Henley, another one of your boys, twenty two to one. Um, what was his big deal with like last year? What was what would what do you think his the biggest failure of his game last year? Because didn't he have trouble like hitting fairways or something? Russell Henley, yeah. You know, there was something I noticed about his game last year. I can't he, remember what it was. He was in contention probably four or five times last year going into the last round and faltered. He he did he didn't have a win. Okay. But he faltered. And we had him on our card a lot because he had a really solid season. Like you know, he he's one of those guys that is really solid at every aspect of the game. He's never he's not the longest. He's he's not the uh, his iron play is really exceptional. That's where he gets it. But he's not the longest driver. He still he hits it plenty far. His putting is average. Um, but you get him on Bermuda, he's he's magnificent. He was in contention here last year, wasn't yeah, he? Well, he's won. He's won. He's won. The, um, he's won it before. Five. Okay. Yeah. It says he had a five stroke lead over the final uh, nine holes, and he squandered it last year. But Hideki went and got that golf. Yeah, tournament. yeah. yeah I mean, he did. Hideki won that golf tournament. I mean, Russell Henley didn't play poorly. Hideki went and got it last uh, year, right? Because he posted a twenty-three under, including a final round five under sixty-five. So yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Tom Hoagie at twenty-two to one. Corey Connors twenty-two to one. Your boy Billy Horschel, well, twenty-eight to one. Not my boy, but I hope he is this week. He'll he, he is he, this week. He's got some making up to do, old Billy Horschel. He does. He needs to get back on your good graces. He there. does. He does. Well, me and him is going to have a little conversation. I, when I he's get already to Tampa on, next week. He's already on your list. He is. He's got. He wants to get off the list. He does. He really does. Everybody I, wants off your list. And I told him. I said the only way you get off this list is play better and make me some candy. Mm-hmm. That's what he's going to have to do. Taylor Montgomery at thirty to one. What big year from him? Watch out. Keegan Bradley, 33 to 1. KH Lee, 33 to 1. Keith Mitchell and Cam Davis, all 33 to 1. Maverick McNeely, also at 33 to 1. Is he is he the best player on the tour that still hasn't won? No. No? No. I think so. I think he might be. There's a lot of guys out there better than Maverick McNeely. I like Maverick. You do? I do. I like him a lot. You just like the name. He's no Max Homa. He well, no one is Max Homa. Max Homa's badass. We need I can tell you a show. lot of a lot of guys, a lot of guys. I hadn't won on the PGA Tour better than what Maverick McNeely, Adam Scott at thirty three to one. Um, so yeah, there's your your main players in the field and their odds. You want to get into some picks? Let's do it. We, um, got, we got we got our music back. You know, last week was a little rough. Do we got our we got our music back for our picks? What did we have for music? Well, we had a little intro for it. our picks music. Oh, you still rusty? You still like these I guys on the that. PGA Tour? We always had intro music. For picks? We never had intro music for picks, did we? Always. I is promise this, it? this isn't it for sure, but we'll go with it. We will go with it. It's fine. Like I said, I forgot how to pop. I haven't done this show in years, it feels like. Well, it does feel like years. I remember music. So as we have these somber tones of our intro music, we're going to start off our picks because it, it might be a little bit fitting after our non-winners from last I get week. to go first, though, right? Yeah, you do. You're going to let me go first? I will. I please do. Because, I, right. I, you know, I got some scratching off to do after I know. you go through your I know. 
We got to warn people because if we pick the same person, then is, they better just stay away from it. Is this Pink Panther? No, this is not Pink Panther. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I can change it to this. That sounds better. At least that's a gambling. Like, sounds like a little bit more like it's gambling. You know what this is from? Game show. Yeah, match game. Match game. I was close. Um, so I- Tom Kim is my winner. That's so bad. Um, way to go out on a limb. Tom Kim is my winner. JJ Spawn is my top ten. That's not bad. JT Poston my top twenty. There you go. That's not bad. Except for Tom Kim. Well, I mean, you know, the favorite, really. Well, it's just my... If he's your pick, he's your pick. I don't care if he's the favorite, all right? I don't I don't care where they are on the card. Just, it's my pick. I like JT Poston uh, uh, to finish in that top... T- JJ Spawn, if you watch, uh, um, he's lost a lot of weight. He's had some health problems over the last couple of years. Uh, I think his health is good right now. I just don't... He's lost a lot of weight. I just don't know... Uh, you know, with the PGA Tour season, I don't know right. if his stamina is going to be really good, especially traveling. I mean, you know, he lives in San Diego, but if it's that good yet to to walk and play, you know, he played last week, and that's the hardest walk on the PGA Tour. Yeah. So is his body rejuvenated after you know losing all that weight? I, you know, I I don't know. There's too many variables there, but that's not a bad pick. JT Poston is a good pick to finish in the top twenty. I do. That's not bad. It's not bad wow, for you. Man, I'm getting some praise from Batman over for here. For you. I know. I for can understand. You. And that, you know what? Rightfully so. Yeah. Um, let's get into Johnny's picks. His picks brought to you by no one as we're still working on that. So if you'd like to sponsor Johnny's picks each week. I think Terry Purden would love us to sponsor the picks from Turf Life, wouldn't you? All right. Johnny's Johnny's picks brought to you by Turf Life. Uh, it's not just a game, it's a way of life. Turf Life is the brand that salutes the customer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. It addresses the games we play and the jobs we do. Turf Life showcases sports, business, education, and our enjoyment of the outdoors. So you guys head, head, head over to turflife.club and become a turf head and join the club today. Snag your window decal or other special Turf Life accessories over at turflife.club, and I will see you there. Thank you, Turf Life. That's a cool hat you got on. Too. How you like that? I like yeah. that. There you yeah, go right there. That's great. Turf Life. We love Turf Life. We do. We love Turf Life. We love Terry Parton. So, hey, listen. Hey, we're going to get back on track this week. I know last week was a little lackluster, but this is what we did last year also. We always bounce back after a, a, a week that we just, you know, we didn't really perform. It's a long season. We always say this is a, this is a, this is not a sprint, right? Right. This is a long season. Follow the system. And getting back on track this week. So that being said, our first pick this week is Cam Davis at thirty-three to one. Look for a big year from Cam Davis, right? Uh, he, uh-huh. He's had some. He's, this is his fourth time playing this event. Last three times he's played in this event, he's never finished out of the top twenty. Right. Two years ago, he finished tied for ninth. Uh, look for a big year for him. He didn't play last week at at, uh, at Century, but he's been out there practicing. So. Listen, this is a guy I look for really, really big things on the PGA Tour this year. His talent is unprecedented, and all the guys on the PGA Tour will tell you that too. So I like him in our first spot at 33 to 1. KH Lee, Dallas resident, another guy we like at 33 to 1. Look at a guy that likes that type of grass, likes that type of weather. Uh, he gets really similar to that, like really old school Bermuda. Uh, old grainy Bermuda like we have in some places here in Dallas. So he's used to that. Chipping around the greens is going to be a deterrent for a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. When you talk about grass around the greens, that's the biggest hard part 
of going from Bent to Bermuda, changing the wedges, he's used to that. So look for a guy like him who has a great short game to really have some success this week and have an opportunity to win. Third pick in the box this week is Billy Horschel at 35-1. to 1. Uh, Billy needs to get back on the good graces of <laughs> Fanstream Sports and DSP Media, and especially me. So I think he's going to have a good week. If the weather conditions gets windy, and it hasn't been there for probably the last two or three weeks, I think if it gets windy, look for a grinder like Billy Horschel to have a great opportunity to win the golf tournament. He didn't, he didn't have a great week last week only because he shot four over par on the first round last week and finished, I think he finished like T25. So his last three rounds last week at Century were really good. I look for Billy Hoschel to have a, a good opportunity to win the golf tournament this week at 35-1. to 1. Uh, Our ham sandwich pick, Andrew Putnam at 50-1. to 1. Had some success there before, last couple years. Uh, a, a, a guy that length for this type of golf course, length isn't an issue. He's a he's a guy that can kind of plot his way around. He likes to shape the ball left to right, right to left. Had some success, uh, I think, three years ago. He he had a chance to win the golf tournament. He just didn't get it done. Even though he's a he's a you know California guy, he likes playing in this type of weather and this type of grass. So look for Andrew Putnam to have a chance to an opportunity to win this golf tournament. 51, 50 to one. Sorry, top ten. Two top 10 picks this week. Russell not, or I'm sorry, we'll go with Webb Simpson first at plus 650. You know, listen, Webb Simpson owns this place, owns this golf course. I don't even think he's ever, he's played this place 10 times. I don't ever think he's finished out of the top 15 or 20. Right. This is his, this is his daddy, right? This is where he goes, makes his hay, loves this type of place. Uh, just the guy can shape the ball any way you want to. Good putter, knows the greens. Experience is going to be key here, and that's one of the reasons I didn't like Tom Kim. Right. It's it's a little quirky place, and if anybody knows this place better than Webb Simpson, I'd like to see it. Maybe, maybe Russell Henley, but look at Webb Simpson to have a really kind of strong showing this week. Uh, our second top ten picks pick this week is Russell Knox at plus 700. If the wind picks up, this guy is the best wind player on the PGA Tour. Grew up in Scotland, used to the wind, loves these type of conditions, loves if it gets windy, loves this golf course, had some success, hasn't won, but he's always in that contention. If the weather is kind of flat, then uh, he I don't really think he has an opportunity to win. But if it gets windy and blustery, look for this guy to jump in that, you know, maybe potentially to win and definitely in the top 10. Two top 20 picks this week, guys. We have Adam Scott at plus 175. If you listen to his press conference today, I really like the way Adam Scott is talking. I think Adam Scott knows he – well, first off, he's had – he played, he loves his place. He has success there, loves his place, loves being in Hawaii. And I know that he has played in practice in the Bahamas, which is very, very similar to playing out there. Windy conditions. So he's got he's got some reps in. He didn't play well last week at, at Century, but he didn't play terrible. I think he shot like 15 under, right? That's not terrible. But that being said, when you when the winner is 28, 27 years under, under par, he just couldn't get it done. Yeah. He loves that place. And our last pick this week to finish in the top 20 is Mark Hubbard at plus 500. And I know a lot of you guys are going to say, huh, who's Mark Hubbard? Well, Mark Hubbard has kept his car on the PGA Tour for the last four years. He has success at the beginning of the year. He kind of has a little bit of downslide at the middle of the year, but at, towards the end of the year, he's a little bit behind the eight ball and kind of grinds and keeps his card every year. The guy's a solid player, and look for him to get off to a really good start this year. And why not start here at the Sony Open at good odds to finish in the top 20 at plus 500? That's my card this week, guys. Great bounce back week this week. 
coming off a little lackluster performance last week at, at Century. But let's get it back this week at, uh, at the Sony Open. Very good. We want to thank everybody that's made this one possible. The Highlands Performance Golf Center in North Carrollton. Make sure you go check out their website. If you're local, go check out uh, their mini golf course that I absolutely love. My record is 700. Y'all go out there and try to beat that. That's what they're that's pretty sure it's a course record. You know, par is not 100 there. You know, I just right? went based on the on the scorecard that they provided for me, sir. That's all I can do. Well, that's sir. Pretty sure that's sir. a course record, sir. sir oh, Batman sir. calls call yeah, Batman Robin calls Batman sir all the time. What's his what's the what's the Guilford? What's a Guilford? What's a that's what? the, what's the guy that handles all the business there? Alfred? Alfred. Guilf- Guilford. Guilford. All right. Maybe we should have a Guilford. Can Colby be our Guilford? Uh that's I thought that was Bus. Bus is the our Guilford. There yeah. you go. Uh and of course Turf Life. Appreciate them and everything they've done for us here recently, and we look forward to a continued Long, fruitful relationship with them. Uh, thanks to Johnny for bringing the brains and the golf knowledge, and thanks to me for making us all sound good. Uh, we will be back next week at 5 o'clock Central Time on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, all that good stuff to not only recap the Sony Open, but we will be previewing the, what is it, the American Express? Yeah, we'll do American Express, but but don't forget, all of all of our stuff that's going on is on our new Fanstream Sports app. So it will can, be. Yeah, so you can watch all the shows and continue our rotation every day, all of our great content here at FanStream Sports and DSP Media. So just not – you. if you miss the show, if you miss our shows, that doesn't mean you can't catch up on the next day. So our app is continually running. Looking forward to that and, uh, and all the great content that's coming up on FanStream Sports. We will see you guys next Monday. Have a safe week. Enjoy the tournament this weekend. And until next week, you guys keep hitting them straight. <laughs>